We open on an extreme wide, extreme long shot of a snow-blanketed field. Fat, fluffy snowflakes drift lazily past our view, each of them as beautiful and unique as all of you out there listening. In the distance, we see the squat, utilitarian sprawl of a large industrial complex, crouched against the horizon like a somber phalanx of threatening rectangles. A plume of steam from a single slender cooling tower billows up past the tree line of the surrounding pine forest, before merging seamlessly with the glowering gray of the skies above. In the foreground, we see a long driveway that snakes its way out from the building complex and through a gated barbed wire fence before curving out of frame. Just outside of that fence is a large white sign adorned with stark sans-serif font, which reads, Indigo Corporation Labs. And then, an explosion. Our wide camera angle remains fixed as we see a font of flames and pulverized masonry blast out from the exterior wall of the westernmost building. Instantly, we hear the sound of blaring sirens and see the sight of flashing red emergency lights blinking to life across the complex. The wail of the sirens fades into the background and our music builds to replace them as we see a large figure distant and cloaked in shadows, emerge through the now demolished concrete wall and begin crossing the snowy expanse in long strides. We freeze frame now, catching the figure in the midst of one such stride, its limbs extended to the front and back of its mass in an ungainly, inhuman gait. We can tell, even from a distance, that the figure has turned to face us, the darkness obscuring its visage broken by the unmistakable piercing red glow of a cybernetic eye. The music swells as from the top of frame, our title lowers dispassionately into place. Dangerous times at Chillhaven High, colon, the Cyber Squatch Imperative. Starring James Kettler as Zeke Lynn. Bess Lawson as Penny White. Megan Stressman as Angela Atticus Jr. And Philip Stressman as every other person, human or otherwise. Smash cut to an overhead shot of a lonely winding two-lane highway, surrounded on all sides by looming snow-capped evergreens. Our helicopter camera follows the progress down said highway of a pristine black 2020 Range Rover, its wipers arcing rhythmically against the steady falling snow. As we zoom in slowly on this luxury 4x4 motor car, we see that despite the wintry weather, the sunroof is wide open and poking out through it, are two wooden antlers. We cut once more inside the Range Rover. Driving the Range Rover, we see Angela Atticus Jr. Angela has had some transformations recently. So um, Angela has huge antlers and she has green skin um, and she has a big, strong right arm that is like a tree trunk. Um, So she's a little intimidating and kind of scary looking when she used to not look like that. Um, Angela is wearing a red latex outfit, like long sleeve. Britney Spears. I knew it. So Angela is wearing the iconic Britney Spears red latex suit because Saber is going to be dressing up as an astronaut. So they're like the spaceship. (laughs) That's the spaceship theme. So Angela's wearing that in winter but also wearing a long, like, puffy jacket. Um, Do you want to talk about your hair? Oh, yes. Angela, (laughs) this is very important to Angela. Angela wants everyone to know, especially the listeners, that Angela has long, beautiful hair now. I don't know. It's something in, like, fey magic or something. 
but um, she has like long, glowing, beautiful, wavy hair, like real long, like halfway down her back. And it's just like in perfect beach waves. Penny, did I remember the moon juice? Yeah, it's in the back seat. Okay. We see Penny White in the passenger seat next to Angela fidgeting with her outfit. Penny has two almost normal eyes that don't blink, um, but other than that, completely normal. Um, Penny does have a third eye above in the middle of her forehead, um, right between her other two eyes. Penny has um, long, straight hair. Um, She originally was going to wear her little green man alien costume that she wore to the last school dance that they had, but Angela said, absolutely not. So, Angela, (laughs) what am I wearing? (laughs) I'm glad that you asked. (laughs) And we see Penny wearing, don't embarrass me, (laughs) a sexy E.T. outfit. We sure do see that. (laughs) You are E.T., but you're E.T. who dressed up for Halloween, so you're like the E.T. with the little wig and the hat. And the dress. Grandma E.T. Uh Oh, right. Okay. So it's like a loose interpretation of space, but E.T. is from space, so therefore... <laughs> he is the extraterrestrial. Yeah. yeah, so that's what you're dressing up as, because we had some, like, loose wigs in the house, because Heck and I like to perform some musicals late at night together, sure. reenact some scenes that we like, uh-huh. as we see in movies, so we have a lot of wigs and props and stuff, so we whipped together an outfit for Penny, and the outfit was... Grandma E.T. <laughs> so as we see the car driving, um, we all see Penny just kind of tugging at her skin-tight E.T. outfit that also has wrinkles painted on it. So it looks <laughs> like it should be big, but it's so tight and uncomfortable. And Penny is just pulling at it, trying to create some space between her skin and the nasty alien E.T. skin. Are you sure this looks okay? Yeah. I don't feel very cute. Why? It's really cute. Look at these photos we took earlier. I look like a dinosaur. Flash to the photo, and Penny's just, like, wildly uncomfortable. And then, um, no, it's cute, it's cute. And, like, everyone will totally understand what it is. Okay. It was way better than that. What What were you going to wear? Little green man. You yeah. said it was really good when I wore it to the high school dance. Yeah, but, like, you can't be an outfit repeater. Did Lizzie McGuire teach you nothing? Who? So... Are you a little bit nervous about seeing Zeke today? Yeah, um, we haven't really talked that much. Um, I did ask if he was excited about the party, like via text, and he sent me just an exclamation point. So we think that's a yes? I think it's a yes. Maybe a loud yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel weird about it, too. I mean, since the dance, I mean, I've seen him, like, a few times. Like, I've mostly seen, like, Uncle Jeff, but I feel like he's, like, like purposely avoiding me. I don't know. There's definitely some weird tension there, and I'm trying not to, like, bring it up at the party today, but... I think Zeke's learning how to be in touch with his emotions, and he doesn't really know how to feel about them. Yeah. I don't know. I just hope it's not weird, but that's why I brought my moon juice. What's in that again? Mm, You'll find out in a little bit. Okay. (laughs) We cut to a first-person point-of-view shot in a heavily pixelated infrared, surrounded with rapidly cycling digital computery stuff, letters and numbers and shapes all flying (laughs) around, bleep bloop, super fast. We're getting inputs, you know? Mm, I love inputs. Uh, From this perspective, both diminished and enhanced in separate different ways, uh, we're able to make out the old growth cedars of the anodyne pines rushing past us as whoever's point of view we're experiencing runs headlong into the forest. We can hear our own heavy, low breathing and the crashing of branches in faintly digital surround sound as we rush heedlessly onward. And then our infrared computer vision glitches out, causing us to stop dead in our tracks. Our point of view glitches once more, giving way this time to a high definition, IMAX size shot that wraps immersively around us in all directions as the subject of our point of view is overcome by a sudden flash of memory. We find ourselves suddenly at the edge of a deep, secluded mountain lake on a beautiful sunny day. We look down to see our own hand, furry and long-fingered, tenderly being held by another equally hairy hand, leading us gently forward. Then 
we hear a cry. Our own? As our point of view glitches out again, returning us to Pixeltown. The world shakes as we fall to our knees in the freshly fallen snow. And then we cut back to the Range Rover, where Angela and Penny both maybe heard a distant cry from somewhere out in the forest. Can you give me the cry so I can really get into character? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? What the fuck was that? We see Penny roll down the window and like stick her head out as to somehow see something. Penny, when you stick your head out the window, you somehow see something, a shape scrambling about in a snow embankment just ahead of the car. Penny and the audience see a figure. Not Angela, though. Not, not me. I'm, Eyes I'm on the look, road. Yeah, I'm looking well, yeah, or Angela's a responsible driver, and it's snowing. Yeah. Um, Penny and the audience see this figure trudging through the snow on the side of the road. And as the car gets closer, the camera begins to come more into focus. We see Zeke Lynn, a tall, gangly teenage boy trudging through snow up to his knees. Ordinarily, we'd see Zeke dressed in his trademark sleeveless white lab coat with a graphic black tee underneath. But today, he's dressed like everyone else for a special occasion. He is dressed in an ensemble that I can only describe as Snow Cowboy. Um, He is wearing a long, uh, like, tan, uh, fur-lined jacket. Um, You get, get, like, tan leather, you know, that, like, light brown leather look with, like, the white fur underneath Mm -hmm. and the big collar. Yeah. Uh, He is wearing a black button-up shirt, a red bandana tied around his neck, black jeans, and you can't see it because it's in the snow right now, but black cowboy boots. And he is trudging through the snow. In one of his arms is his hoverboard, which he is not currently riding on, but is instead basically using like a big walking stick to kind of like (laughs) jam into the snow and like keep his balance as he walks through. Uh. (laughs) We see Penny lean her head out even further and go, Zeke! Angela, stop the car! Zeke! What is he wearing? Did he just morph into Dick? Zeke turns uh, towards you, and you see now that he is also wearing um, a pair of, uh, like, lightly tinted gray goggles over his eyes, like a frickin' mountain explorer. Uh, No hat, though. Not a hat person. Uh, Angela's gonna slow the car down um, to get up next to Zeke and uh, yell out the window, what the fuck are you doing walking down the street? I thought you were a sad, injured animal. Zeke wordlessly, like, just sticks his arms out, like, sticks his hands out in front of him and just starts as fast as he can, awkwardly, like, marching through the snow, hoverboard in hand towards the car. Uh, And I think he gets to the window and, like, puts both his hands on the window and leans in and says, Hey, can I get a ride? How long have you been out here? Um, what? Like, it, like, like walking? walking? Yeah, um, time. <laughs> it's the time. Uh, I don't know. It's really cold, so it's hard to tell. Why didn't you call us? Yeah, why did you choose this method? My phone's all wet. Oh, my God. <laughs> did it, was it wet when you left the house? No. It got wet when I crashed into a snowbank, <laughs> and it got covered in snow. Well, it's nice Listen, to hear Listen, can you just you? unlock the door so I can get in the back? It's really cold out. If you say please. And I'm cu- please, I'm covered in snow. Time. Say it one more time. Please. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Andela unlocks the car doors, but as Zeke reaches for the handle, locks them again and, like, <laughs> drives a little bit further and then stops. Ah! Zeke falls in the snow. <laughs> Come That's on. what you get for not texting us back. Yep. I texted you back in exclamation point. It was just one. What it, does that even mean? It meant excitement. But You it asked co- me if I was excited. It could have meant... I was exclaiming. It could have meant, like, I need help or, like, that's the only other thing I can think of right now, but you just need to communicate better. I thought we talked about this. Get in the car. Okay. Uh, Zeke opens the back door to the Range Rover and uh, scrambles inside. He is, like, covered head to toe in a light dusting of snow. His hair, his jacket, his whole deal. Um, 
he gets into the car and shakes himself off like a big dog and then also takes off his cowboy boots and just dumps a bunch of snow out of them. You could have done that out the window. Why would you do that in my Range Rover? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's You're not a lot off of to snow. A good start. I know. Oh my god. What are I'm, you dressed as? I'm cow cowboy. Do you dress like this every day now? No. I'm dressed like this for Dick's birthday party because the theme was space cowboys. You look like a snow cowboy. Can someone type in the name of this place so that I can make sure we're going to the right place? I got it. Uh, Gart Tarbell's Mechanical Bull Emporium and Funtainment Center? Right? Is that right? Yeah, it's right off the highway. Just keep going the way we were going. I was on my way there when I crashed. Why did you book something this far away? Because I may have waited a little too long (laughs) to book... A mechanical bull place, e- and all of the places e- in town were already full for the weekend, so... Got it! To- <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> so I had to book this place. They're the only ones with a room available. Probably because no one wanted to drive across the highway because there was a snowstorm forecast. Yeah, well, I'm really glad that we're out here risking our lives for dick. Well, it wasn't... Look, it wasn't snowing when I left the house, okay? So I thought it was going to be fine. Got your gift? I do, and Zeke uh, takes uh, off his back like a large. I'm like really, really <laughs> scared. Um, oh my god! Strapped to his back is the present. It's, okay. It's a large, uh, uh, flat rectangle. Like think like probably like two feet by three feet. Okay. Give or take, um, maybe like three or four inches thick, uh, wrapped in wrapping paper, ribbon, bow. Yeah, just strapped to his back with like, um, what do you call them? Like bungee cords. Not bungee cords, but like the latch things, like the ratchet straps. Yeah, ratchet straps. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Got it right here. What is it? It's special. It's 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 something that's gonna mean a, a whole lot to Dick. I think. I hope. You can't tell us what it is. No, it's a surprise. Not for us. Yeah. I don't care. Shh. If I tell anybody, no, I gotta keep a secret. All right, well, uh, on our way to Gart Tarble's Mechanical Emporium, I guess. Yeah, I gotta take this thing off my back. It was really heavy carrying it through the snow. Yeah, it's almost like you didn't have to do that, but glad you're here. I had to get to the place. I wasn't walking there. I left on my hoverboard, but the snow clogged the hover fluctuators, and I crashed into the snowbank. All right, all right, I'm turning the music up. This is enough of this. (laughs) My explanation was over. (laughs) Can't hear you! And we cut back to that same pixelated infrared view. Back on its feet. We're back on our feet. This is our POV shot. And we're (laughs) running through the forest again. And then there's another glitch in our view. And uh, the the computer vision pixels away, uh, revealing yet another intrusive memory in the mind of our POV figure. We see this time darkness around us, a dark sky in the background, and hovering over us, a silhouetted figure that then raises some sort of bludgeoning instrument over their head and brings it directly down onto our face and our view returns to black. We then cut. We're waking up again now. Our eyes are fluttering. What's this above us? It's a bunch of science goons holding scalpels and one of them's got a big chainsaw. And then we cut back to that infrared view, to the present moment in this point of view. We see our own trembling hands being held up in front of our eyes. One of these hands, identical to the one in the previous memory, long-fingered and furry, but the other one, cold, robotic metal. And we hear another loud, animalistic scream. And we cut back inside the Range Rover. Do you hear that again? Yeah, I thought that that was just Zeke the first time. 
That is a Sasquatch. No, it's what? not. That's a Sasquatch. How would you know? Yeah, how would you How know? would I know? Yeah. My dad discovered Sasquatch. Yeah, but you didn't. I autopsied a Sasquatch. <laughs> Penny's going to roll down the window again and stick her head out and just kind of like squint her eyes through the woods. Well, I mean, like, when was the last time you actually saw that sad squatch? Sad that squatch. particular Sasquatch? Oh, that was sad squatch. It was dead. <laughs> that particular Sasquatch was a corpse on a table. There's more than one sad squatch. Sad squatch. Sad squatch. Sad squatch. A lot of them are quite How do you sad. Sad squatch. Sad squatch. No. Sad squatch. Sad squatch. I mean, I've. Well, how sass, do you say it? Sasquatch. Sasquatch. No there's no D. There's no D. What a Sasquatch. <laughs> I don't think it's so. It's gotta be. I don't think so. <laughs> May, I don't know. May, say sass. Sass. Quatch. Quatch. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> I have to say it so slow. I mean, say, ta- I'm gonna say Bigfoot. I can't say, say it. task. Task, man. No. <laughs> Just task. Just task. 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 task watch. Watch. Task watch. Task watch. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. There you go. I can't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, like a Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> like a Bigfoot? Like a big, okay, yeah, so, yes. I mean, like, how many Bigfoots are there out there? I mean, I only saw the one, but my dad did always refer to it as a Sasquatch. Yeah, so, like... Like one big family, maybe? Yeah, well, then how could... There's not one out there. And it's probably just, like, a like a moose? A deer. But yeah. No, that's deer for sure. That, that is, sound. trust yeah. me, the Sasquatch has a very particular call, and that was mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, well... Here, hold on one second. No. And Zeke's, Zeke is going to... Uh... No. We Penny. see Penny's large eyes get even larger. Yeah, listen, we're I'm not. We're gonna keep Zeke going. Zeke is going to bleep bloop on his science watch and pull up a YouTube clip of his father's acclaimed documentary in search of Sasquatch, uh, where he found the Sasquatch, and play uh, a clip of Jeff in the woods uh, hearing a distant Sasquatch cry. Yeah, no, listen, right here, right here. But if I always check my boots before I put them on, I'll never discover any cool scorpions. Huh, what was that? Yeah, that's a Sasquatch cry, 110%. Okay, well, just, I don't know, like, text your dad and tell him to check it out or something. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. The last Sasquatch my dad checked out did end up dead. Well, if they're out there, then they've been out there, and they're just minding their own business, and we can just go to our party. Yeah. So let's yep. not think about it too much. Yes, exactly. Snowstorm, we got to get there. I have to make things look cute. Yeah, no stopping. Okay. okay? Angela! As soon as the words, no stopping, leave your mouth, you feel the steering wheel seize up as your Range Rover hits a patch of black ice and goes into a skid. Ah! Whoa! No, 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 no! To the right, to the right, to the right! I don't know what I'm doing! I don't want to crash twice in one day! And we hear a screech followed by a loud thwump as your supposedly 4x4 motor vehicle crashes into a large embankment of snow on the side of the road. Just got this back. Listen, it was black eyes. I didn't see it. Everybody okay? I'm fine, but like, oh my god, my cupcakes! Check on the cupcakes. Check the cupcakes. Check the cupcakes. Check the cupcakes. You check them. They're in the back. Yeah, you're right next to them. Oh, they're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm gonna get out and just like assess this damage and check the trunk and see if we have anything to like help get the car out of this ditch. I'm gonna get out too. I'm feeling claustrophobic. (laughs) And Zeke is gonna like aggressively tug no, at can... his seatbelt a whole bunch, even though he could easily unbuckle it and he's not trapped. He's just a little on edge because he was already anxious with the whole party today. And then he crashed his hoverboard at highway speeds and now he's crashed again. And it's just a stressful time for him. We see Penny reach an arm into the back seat and push the seatbelt button for Zeke. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> throws the seatbelt off of him and throws the door open and gets out. Uh. Damn it, it's cold! Yeah, it didn't change in the, like, three minutes we were in the car together. Yeah, Zeke, as soon as you're outside, we hear 
the the buffeting winds, uh, and your face starts getting stung by quickly falling snowflakes. Yeah. Zeke pulls his bandana up over his face like a scarf. Zeke, as you shake the snow off of your face, you see something rustling in the forest just ahead off the side of the road. Um, hmm. Care to share? I think I see something rustling in the woods just off the road over there. Like an animal? Mm, I'm not great at gauging size, but it doesn't look small. Remember when we said that we're just going to keep going, no interferences? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We got a party to get We to. have a party. Yep. Yep. That was before the car drove off the road. Yeah, but like we couldn't help that, but we can help what we do next. Yep. And what we need to do next is get in this car because we have a party to go to. Angela and Penny. You now both see the movement in the forest as well. And whatever it is back there looks pretty large. Mm. On second thought, we might maybe just take a, a peek. Just a, just a peek. I'm sorry. We, we yes. It's clearly big, and now you're convinced to go closer. Not that we need to run away more. Well, some of us in this group are not babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got oh, <him>. my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Penny, yeah. Let's maybe we can get a little closer and look. Just put like like a like a couple just a little, steps, just like a three, little, yeah, like three like max. One, two, two three, three. Four, five. But Zeke, stay behind us. Yeah, I'm gonna keep uh, watch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. You uh, use your hoverboard for protection, okay? Zeke raises his hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> we see Penny and Angela kind of reach the edge of the brush and start just kind of like parting some leaves and sticking their heads through. Uh, yeah, you part the leaves and stick your heads through, and you see, and we see. The source of the sound. Penny, you part these branches. You and Angela look, and you are greeted with the sight of a humongous possum covered with little babies. Oh, my goodness. Do you think he's friendly? Hi, little guy. Probably not. But look at him. Angela's What is it? It's a possum, Mom. It's got children. I'm coming. (laughs) It's a family. He starts it's a family. trumping through the woods, doing like high knee runs to get his feet out. is just making like kissy faces at it and just like baby talking the little possum babies. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Where's the possum? <gasps> we see Penny like grab a leaf off a tree and offer it to the possum. Yeah, maybe they'll eat a leaf. The edges of our camera uh, get blurry and sparkly as it zooms in on this possum. We see this humongous hog-sized possum mama <laughs> laying on her back in the snow. Uh, and we see these little possum babies clutching to her belly fur. One of them it is kind of scrambling all around quick with like a wild shock of hair on top of his head. And then we see another one that's uh, this bigger and stronger kind of knock that one aside. Uh, and then we see the third one just looking on with wide, huge unblinking eyes. Uh, and then we cut back Aww. to you three. <laughs> I want that one. Zeke, that one looks like you. It's got your hair. <laughs> I, I think that I can try to talk to the mom and get them all to live with me. Talk to the mom? Joe, want to come with us? The mom hisses at you. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. That's yeah, a wild animal. <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave you. I'm in already peace. taking care of plenty of those. You're doing a great job, mom. What wild animals are you taking care of? Nothing. <laughs> okay, back to the car. Yeah. <laughs> With the mention of the car, you all here, while still locked in gazes on these baby little possums and their great big mama, you hear <laughs> the distinctive sound of a. Black 2020 Range Rover driver's side door slamming shut, followed by a revving engine and squealing tires. Wait, what? Where are, they at? Where are my keys? Did you leave them in the car? Oh my God. Uh, Angela just starts running, sprinting towards the car. Yeah, you turn and see the car uh, already revving up to speed, heading away from you back towards Chillhaven. Wait, what are you doing with my car? What? Who? What? This What's is happening? like the third one this year. Why? Why does everyone want my car? My present! My present! My moon juice! (laughs) (laughs) Who took the car? Who have you made angry this week? Who would steal your car? 
cut to Angela and everyone she made mad this week. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, let's do it. We cut to. Angela's in the grocery store and a kid says hi to her. Hi. Fuck off. <laughs> we cut to. <laughs> it's the kid. The kid came after us. <laughs> cut to. Uh, in a parking lot, um, it's really packed, and there's one amazing parking spot, and it's the princess parking spot, and Angela's revving up her engine, and she's whipping that whip into the spot, and then a fucking moped cuts her off, and then she just starts beeping at it. That's my parking spot! Hey, I needed to park here! <laughs> and then she just gets out, and she just punches that moped. We see the moped <laughs> fly off into the sky. I'm a Vespa. <laughs> we cut back to Penny, Zeke, and Angela standing impotently in a snow-covered highway. Okay, so it it's either a small child that you met in a grocery store or an Italian moped driver. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we're literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, we need to get this car back. I'll try to call Heck. You're going to call Heck? Yeah, we see Penny pull out her phone and dial Heck's number. Uh, yeah, it rings uh, exactly once mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> before you hear a... Uh... Hi, Penny. Hi, Heck. I miss you. I miss you, too. I thought you'd be here by now. You Angela know, rolls her eyes. The thing is, is that our car was stolen. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, we saw these possums, and they didn't do it, but possums someone stole did. Possums your car? No, <laughs> no, they were just, they looked like us. Um, could you come get us? Uh, Penny, is that Heck? Yes. Heck, Heck. Hi, Zeke. Hi, hi. Are you at the bull place? Are you with Dick? Yeah, I'm here helping set everything up. Okay, do not tell Dick that anything went wrong. Uh, okay. I mean, he kind of, he just asked about you. He said he tried to call you. Yep, my phone got wet, but it's, it's fine and unrelated. We're going to be there soon. Okay, I mean, if he asked me, uh, Zeke, I'm not, I can't, I'm not very good at like lying to people. Heck, please! I just I don't want him stressed out on his special day. Wait, okay, Zeke, I want. We're not going to be there soon. Heck, can you pick us up? Uh, nobody. <laughs> I, they're asking who I'm on the phone with. I can't do this very much longer. Say a pizza man. It's pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called. I'm yeah, I'm dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, heck, I'm just going to send you our location, okay? And then just pick us up, please. We're not that far, but far via foot. Yeah, no, the pizza man said it's good. <laughs> okay, bye. See you soon. Bye. So we see Angela um, opening up the app, Where's My Range Rover, to see where Angela's Range Rover is. Yeah, you have the ability to look at an app. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't think that's patient. Um, or I don't think that's reckless. I think that's patient. So Angela... Um, and roll two because you, you were prepared by having the app. That okay. shows preparation. So go ahead and roll twice. Sweet. Um, so, so it's patient. So you do want to roll under your... N- under three? Yeah, under three. Okay. Does that even count? Because there were two sixes. Yeah, it so counts. You failed. Yeah, that's neither what counts. of those is under a what three. What do you mean? Does it count? <laughs> if it gets <laughs> bad enough, but can I it rolled not doubles. Count? Yeah. <laughs> well, I double failed. Yeah, you failed twice. I failed twice. Angela, you pull out your phone uh, to open up your Range Rover. Where's my Range Rover app? And the moment your thumb clicks the app to open it, we hear a loud. <laughs> And an eagle flies down and grabs your phone out of your hands. <laughs> the what? animals are out to get us today. What? Like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. An eagle? Was that an eagle? Was that a bird that you made angry this week? Oh, my God. I mean. We come back. <laughs> Angela was baking to yesterday. Angela and Hecker in the kitchen making some cupcakes. We also made a pie just for fun. So what do you do when you make a pie? You open up the window and you put that pie in the window. Well, guess what? A bird came on by, tried to get a little, a little taste, but no, I hit it. <laughs> I hit that bird away from my pie and I said, you get out of here. God damn it. This is not, this is not my day, not my day. 
It's not anyone's day. All right, screw this. We're losing time on the car. We got to catch up to it. I got to get my present back. As y'all are having this conversation, you hear the sound of multiple large vehicles approaching from the direction of Highway 34. And then, moments later, you all see three black militarized Humvees heading down the road towards you. Ah! And we see Penny duck. Should we try to flag them down? Yeah, fleet of black SUVs driving in a straight line down a road and in the middle of a snowstorm, that's like, that's that's bad news 101. I don't think these are the guys we want to try to get, get their attention. You're right. Uh, Angela just sticks her antlers in the snow completely <laughs> because, you know, so that they don't recognize Okay. Penny or I. Zeke stays upright to watch them go by. Give me a patience roll to see if you can... No, wait, it's reckless to stand here and not hide. Uh-huh. Give me a reckless roll uh, as sort of an investigation check. Okay. Just one die? Yeah. You want to roll more than... What is it? Four? Five? Two. Oh, two. My yeah, number yeah, is yeah. two. Ooh. You got a one. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> no. Uh, Zeke, <laughs> you you stay, you remain unhidden to try and get a better look at these Humvees as they zip past. And what you see is a wall of wet slush hitting you in the face as they scream <laughs> past you. <laughs> Zeke wipes the slush out of his goggles uh, so that just his eyes are peeking out between just the sheet of white slush on the rest of his face. Um, and he says, uh, well, I didn't see anything, <laughs> but that still seems like trouble. Let me try something really quick. And Penny's going to pull out her sash and try to astral project to the our missing car yes. to see who took it. Yes. Okay, beautiful. So we see Penny pull out her sash that has um, little closed eyelids embroidered on it, um, and she'll tie it around her head. You can still see her third eye peeking out above them. Uh, okay, Penny, I think that this is absolutely an expert roll. So you're going to roll with two dice because you're an expert in astral projection. However, Penny, you know that astral projecting is not something you're supposed to do. It's very dangerous for you to astral project because there are things in the astral realm that are maybe nefariously interested in you. So this is inherently reckless thing that you're doing. Yep, yep, yep. So you're rolling two dice, reckless. Yeah, five and a one. Okay, so that is, what's your number? Four. Uh, so that's a complicated success. Uh, so why don't you take over narration and uh, tell us what happens? Um, so we see Penny take out her sash, tie it around her head. As she normally does, she places two fingers on her temples and tries to concentrate on what it felt like being riding inside the car, um, all the things that were familiar to her, and she's going to reach out and try to place herself inside the car to see who frickin' took it. So we see um, Penny's um, non-corporeal form leave her body. We still see um, her fully physical forms placed on the ground, but we see um, her kind of spirit leave her body. Is her astral form wearing the E.T. costume? It's, yes. <laughs> I don't know how to work that out yet where I can change clothes. <laughs> um, and we see just a little blip of her kind of zoom down the road trying to see if the car has just stayed on. Um, I guess we're on like a highway, right? Just flying like Superman? Yeah. Just like, ee. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we see uh, we see the, the this tableau of Penny, Zeke, and Angela uh, recede from view rapidly as uh, we like the flash running cam, uh, like our cam stays steady on the side of this astral Penny as she flies away from them and down the road. We see her wish wish past all three of the Humvees uh, and rapidly approach. Angela's Range Rover, which is now just in the process of screaming off of the highway onto an on-ramp and into downtown Chillhaven. Penny's going to spot that car and shoot her body towards it and try to just like slip inside. Penny, you pick up speed even more. You get up to the car and you, your incorporeal astral body is able to move through uh, this beautiful steel frame of this car through the, the leather of the interior and into the passenger seat, where you see Hoomst has stolen the car. You see, seated, seated? Holy seated. fuck. <laughs> you see, seated in the driver's seat, a 
hulking figure, so large that the top of his head is poking out of that same sunroof where a few minutes earlier, Angela's antlers were poking. Uh, his, his frame is so large, he seems crumpled into this driver's seat. You see a fucking Sasquatch. Except, yeah, it's covered in hair, it's really big, it's ape-like, but also somewhat human-like. You get it, you know what a Sasquatch looks like. But this one also has a powerful-looking, intricate, robotic arm. And half of his face is also a nasty cyborg face, <laughs> which you can see perfectly clearly when this cyber squatch turns to face you and makes eye contact with your astral form. And then you hear his voice inside of your mind. And he says, uh, Where'd you come from? I'm coming to get the car back. What do you mean, where'd I come from? Where'd you come from? You took our car. I needed it. You could have just asked. We have priceless gifts that we made in here. We're going to a party. Well, now you're not. Now you're coming with me. And we cut outside of the car uh, as it screams into the parking lot of a big box electronics store. <laughs> what? Cyber Squatch drifts the car through the parking lot at high speeds, spinning it around in a 360 before parking it perfectly into a parking spot in front of the store. What did you need so badly from the store? Penny, this Cyber Squatch gives you one last wordless look before disappearing before your eyes. Uh, Penny, you see now the keys, seemingly of their own accord, remove themselves from the ignition and then disappear. And then you see the driver's side door open and then close. Hello? Did you leave or did you come back? Dang it! Okay, so Penny... The only thing that she can think of to do is to go back and at least tell everyone what's going on. We at least know where the car is for now. So Penny is going to zip, zap, zap back to her friends. Flop like a mop. Yeah. Scoot around the corner. Thank you. <clears throat> we cut back to Angela and Zeke standing on the side of the road with the empty Penny shell. think Penny found the person? I don't know. Okay, good I'm talk. impatient. Good talk. Okay. Um, Penny? Angela walks over and just pokes Penny. Don't, don't do that. You're going to break the, the you, thing, the you whatever. Said, well, you said you weren't patient, so yeah, I'm trying I'm to not, speed it up. I, I don't think that's going to help. Might just snap her back at a crucial moment when she was about to do the thing, like like in a like in a Freddy Krueger movie. And with that, Penny snaps back. Ah! <laughs> that sucked. What what happened? Did you find the car? The Squatch. What? Huh? Took our car. No, it didn't. Yeah, and he's half robot, and he disappears, and he went to an electronics store, and he was rude about it. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Lots of questions. Yeah, so many. Okay, explain. Um. What do you say? Why? Sasquatch? There's a Sasquatch. Well, he's kind of a Sasquatch, except half of him is made of metal. So like a Cyber Squatch? Mecha Robot Squatch. But yeah, he said that he needed the car, and I said, well, why didn't you just ask for a ride? He you didn't have to be rude. He said he needed the car? Yeah, I don't know if it, I, it was in my head. He talked to me in my head. What do you um, mean? So he is a telepathic, cybernetic Sasquatch. Yes. And you said also he can disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he said he needed the car, and I said, well, we could have just given you a ride. And he said, like, too bad or something like that. And then we pulled into an electronics store, and I said, what did you need here that you had to steal a car to get? And then all of a sudden, pff, he was gone. And then I sat there, and I was like, dang it. And then I looked up, and the keys took themselves out of the ignition and disappeared. And then the door shut. <sighs> so I don't know if he had left or if he had come back and then was leaving again. Cloaking he did not technology. talk to me anymore. Uh this sounds made up. Oh, okay, yeah, I Everything made it all that, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, uh, person with tree antlers, like that sounds completely made up. Shut up! So the car was in that parking lot, but again, I don't know if he came back from the store, I don't know if he's a fast shopper Wait, what or store what? was it? What was it called again? Big Box? I, I did not say I said a Big Box electronic store. Um, it was uh, It was called Harry's Tweeters. 
<laughs> like Harris Teeters? No, it's called Harry's Tweeters. Okay. It's different. It's not even an electronics store. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> well, Mace right? it sounds like Harris, Harris Teeters. Teeters. Tweeters are an electronics. It's a speaker Tweeters. thing. Okay. 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 It was at a Harry's Tweeters right off the highway, not very far from here. They still have those? I thought those all closed down like five years ago. You think a Sasquatch stole the car to go to a closed store? He knew what he was doing. Okay, but but that's good. We know where the car is. Well, yeah. unless the, he had just come back and drove away. Okay, we got to go now. Like, right now. Okay, you need to see where Heck is, because if Heck isn't close, we're going to have to do some crazy shit to get where we need to go. Oh, yeah, Heck. Okay, and then we see Penny pull out her phone and dial Heck's number again. You dial Heck's number again. This time, it is not picked up on the first ring. And in fact, rings several times. And Penny, you remember that Heck, being an incredibly responsible and very good boy never answers the phone when he's driving. Oh, my God. Penny will leave a quick little message and say, Hi, I know that you're probably driving, but a lot of crazy stuff just happened, and we, if you could just get here really, like, faster. Like, I know you don't like the speed because you want to follow the rules, and that's beautiful of you, but can you just go, like, ten over? See you soon. Bye. So you didn't hear from Heck? No, he doesn't answer the phone when he's driving. Isn't that really cute? Sure. Text him yes, and say... it's really it's cute. It's really cute. I didn't ask you. Te- text him and say, never mind. And then both of you hold on to me. You want me to tell him never mind to all of it? Yes. Okay. You don't want Why don't like we a just, backup plan? Yeah. Okay, fine. Responsible. <laughs> but I'm very confident in you, too. Yep. yep. Fine. Don't text him just yet. I got to roll good first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark here above Penny and Zeke's heads. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, each of you just hold on to me like those baby possums onto that mama possum and let my hand do the magic. Okay. I have a question before you roll. Yeah. Is this something that Angela has been practicing? Yes, but not this long of distance. Okay. If you give me a cutscene of you training and doing <laughs> this, then I'll, I'll give you an extra die for being prepared. Okay. Cutscene. <laughs> um... We cut to a flashback of Angela at Chillhaven High, midnight. She's in the gymnasium playing her favorite music, pop music. She's <laughs> doing some like 80s aerobics and then she's also adding in some punches in there and she's she's training, she's getting stronger, she's getting better. She's meditating. She's you see her, you know, just getting stronger, getting her mind right, getting her body right. And she's been practicing using her vine arm um, and getting vines up to the basketball hoop and then like pulling herself up there. So she's been practicing and doing that in the dunk. Yeah. Sick dunk. Yeah, so originally it was like the motivation was to be better at basketball because, you know, Penny and her basketball court days. A teen Wolf situation. Yes, but... <laughs> what do I do with these supernatural powers? <laughs> Love that. Like, be bad. good at basketball. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be good at horse. Not even basketball. Beautiful just the game. game of horse. <laughs> uh, okay. So this is Reckless. My number is three. Mm-hmm. So I want to go over three. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. A four and a one. Okay, so that's, um, if one die succeeds, you scrape by. Okay. Okay, Penny? Mm-hmm? Zeke? Yeah? Hold on tight. Okay. This is, might work, might not work, but just never let go, okay? Never let go, Jack. Never let go. Until I say so, okay? What is that a reference to? I don't get that one. What? It's a Titanic. You want to get there fast, right? Yeah, let's go. So shut up and let's do this. Okay. Angela. Zeke uh, jumps on your back. <laughs> Zeke. I think Penny's wrapped around a leg. <laughs> so after my little, Angel's little possum babies are attached to her body, <laughs> um, she's going to concentrate really hard and think of, what was that place called? Harry's Teeter? What's Harry's, it? Harry's Tweeters. Harry's Tweeters and think of the parking lot and outstretch her right arm and concentrate and and she's trying really hard to get the vines out and she's like, mm. And she's extending these thick vines out of the middle of her right hand, and they're just, like, falling to the floor and then crawling across the snowy ground and going on forever and ever and ever because it's got to get to the place I'm imagining in my mind so that it can grab a hold of a fucking telephone pole, car, whatever, to just, like, propel us forward. So our camera, Angela, you uh, spit these droopy vines out of your hand. (laughs) 
and watch They're them flop onto the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and they start uh, rapidly uh, growing forward. Uh -huh. And our camera stays on the end of the vine as it grows up the street, down the off-ramp, uh, down the main street in Chillhaven onto the main drag where all the businesses are. Uh, and right in front of the parking lot of Harry's Tweeters uh, before wrapping themselves around the signpost for Harry's Tweeters yeah. uh, and then growing taut. And then we cut back to Angela, Penny, and Zeke. I think that Angela's going to feel when the vines like catch and that they're, it's like about to happen, that we're about to go blast off. And so Angela's going to say, all right, hold on. Can you I give us a countdown? I can't hold on And we see uh, snow and wind <laughs> whipping into the face of Penny and Zeke and Angela as they scream forward, propelled by these vines. Uh, and then, like a whip, the vines reach the end of their length and throw Angela, Penny, and Zeke into the air in a beautiful slow motion arc uh, in front of the giant roadside sign that says Harry's Tweeters. <laughs> Uh, before <laughs> crashing painfully to the ground in a heap. Ow. Ow. No more crashes. Oh. No more. Is Three. everyone okay? Three in like an hour. Mm. Uh, uh, Angela's going to rub her eyes and look up and be like, oh, we're at Harry's tweeters. Uh, I did it. I don't good job, Angela. Happened, but good work. Yes. Good work. And then uh, our camera uh, close in on Penny, Zeke, and Angela. We see all of their expressions as they see the chaos before them. Oh, oh whoa. Uh, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, man. And we cut to a wide shot behind these three, looking over all of their shoulders at the Harry's Tweeters parking lot, where we see two crumpled black Humvees, a smattering of mangled science goon corpses scattered all across the asphalt and the cars parked there. And then past those, the Harry's Tweeters itself engulfed in flames. Angela's car, nowhere to be seen. God damn it. Frick. So, fuck. It is good to be back. I missed you. Yes, you. Individual human listening to my voice. I missed you. Well enough chit-chat. Let's do these credits. Angela Atticus Jr. is performed by Megan Stressman. Kenny White is performed by Bess Lawson. Zeke Lynn is performed by James Chetler, who is also the music composer and co-producer of the podcast. Every other character, human or otherwise, is performed by Philip Slesman, who is also the game master and producer. Oh, dang, Bigfoot Stole My Car was written by Paul Matijevic and is based on John Harper's Lasers and Feelings. Additional sound effects provided by Zapsplat.com. Until next time, my shiny happy people.